Well, it's good to be with you today. Thank you so much for joining me for this devotion and our Bible reading plan today. We are in Revelation chapter five. So go ahead and open your Bible there. While you're doing that, I want to remind you, if you've not yet picked up your copy of the 2023 Bible reading plan, please do so this Sunday. They're on a table in the back of the worship center. The bifold has the entire 12 months. The bookmark has the first six months. And then this summer, we'll put the other one out. So go ahead and pick yours up if you've not done that already. Uh, Revelation chapter five, if I could summarize uh, what this chapter talks about, it would be these, these comments that in, in this chapter, it, it makes it clear to us that Jesus Christ who is the Lamb of God, is worshipped even today in heaven. Now on earth, he's worshipped by some, but not all. On earth, what we learn in this chapter is that the Holy Spirit is at work drawing men to Christ, convicting men of their sin, representing Jesus Christ. And on earth, we who are God's people are here as a kingdom of priest, a kingdom of priest representing Jesus and that we are living, I guess you could say in his invisible kingdom, we are, we are citizens of the kingdom of God as we live on earth, no matter what nation we belong to. And so I just want to call your attention to a few verses after that summation. In chapter five, if you look at verse six, he says, and I saw between the throne with the four living creatures and the elders, a lamb. So I see a lamb, he says, standing as if slain, standing as if slain. So here's a lamb that is standing, but has the appearance of some of one that had been slaughtered, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. So Jesus is at the throne. He's the lamb of God who was crucified, i.e. slain. And the seven spirits of God, uh, the seven eyes, the seven eyes is a symbolic way of describing the Holy Spirit. The seven eyes, the seven spirits, seven being the divine number. So it's the Holy Spirit sent out into all the world. And when you go back in Revelation 1, 4, Revelation 4, 5, Revelation 3, 1, you see this pattern that the seven spirits, the seven, all of that, that is the Holy Spirit. And you'll remember Jesus <clears throat> made it clear that after he left and went back to the Father, the Holy Spirit was coming and would continue his work. In John's Gospel, chapter 15, verse 26, Jesus said this about the Holy Spirit. When the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, that is the Spirit, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, here's what he will do. He will testify about me. And then over in John 16, at verses 7 and following, Jesus says, it's to your advantage that I go away so the Holy Spirit can come. In verse 8, when he comes, he'll convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Uh, and then down in uh, verse 14, he, the Holy Spirit, will glorify me. He will glorify me. And so Jesus said, the Holy Spirit is going to come and, and bring honor to Jesus and testify of Jesus and everything the Holy Spirit does points people toward Jesus. Well, in John's Revelation, chapter five, the image of the lamb standing by the throne and he has the seven eyes, 
which are the seven spirits, which is the Holy Spirit sent out into the world, out into the world. So the, 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 the connection between God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit on earth doing his assigned work, making Jesus known, convicting people, drawing people to Christ. That's what that image is telling us. Now, so that's the work of the Holy Spirit. But God's people, those of us who are disciples, we also are on this earth in this life, and we have a job to do. We are here for a reason. In chapter 5 of Revelation, starting at verse 9, um, before the throne, there's worship. He says, and they sang a new song, saying, worthy are you to take the book and to break its seals, referring to the Lamb, to Jesus. For you were slain, notice this, and purchased for God, Purchase for God with your blood, with your blood, so talking about the crucifixion, men from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. So a diverse family, verse 10, and you have made them to be a kingdom and priest to our God and they will reign upon the earth. So you and I are living today as citizens of the kingdom of God we are his priest, meaning, yes, we have access to him, but as, as his priest, we are also intermediaries. We are his representatives in this world to others, referring to our, our role as a, a witness. Just like the Holy Spirit bears testimony to Jesus, we as his priest in his kingdom, we in this world also bear witness to Jesus Christ. Um, in the scripture, in the New Testament especially, there is this... Uh, now, already, but not yet, um, principle. That, that something is true now, but, it's not, but, but it won't be completed until later. So salvation, we are saved, but, but we will be saved. We are glorified, we're saints, but we will be glorified. So it's, it's now, but it's not complete. So is the kingdom of God. Jesus said the kingdom of God is upon you. Is near, is here. So we're living today in his kingdom. It's a now already, but it won't be fully realized until the second coming. And, and so we, even today, are reigning in the kingdom of God. We will eternally reign, but even now. And, and the world doesn't see that kingdom. The world doesn't recognize that kingdom, but that doesn't mean it's not real. When Jesus was on trial and Pilate asked him, if he was a king and Jesus made it clear that his kingdom was none of this world. It's here, it's now, it's future, but it's already here, but it's invisible. It's a spiritual kingdom and we are citizens of that kingdom. We reign in his kingdom today. And so some takeaways, some takeaways for us from this, this truth. Because what, what he's saying here is in the midst of this world and this life with all that's going on, the good, the bad, the persecution, the praise, everything, Jesus is in heaven being worshiped and on earth, his Holy Spirit is at work. And on earth, his kingdom is present. And we, his citizens, his followers, his disciples, we are members of that kingdom. And here on earth, as citizens of that invisible kingdom, we are his priests. Or as Paul said in Corinthians, we are his ambassadors to this world. So we need to remember that no matter how things look on earth, no matter what's going on, how, how easy life is or how hard it is, how much, no matter what's happening here, the reality is that Jesus, this very moment, is being worshiped in heaven. 
This very moment, no matter how bleak things look, the Holy Spirit is at work. That no matter what's happening in our world, in our country, God's kingdom is real, is present, is here, is now, and we are citizens of it, and we represent his kingdom in this sinful, fallen world. The reality is that things are not always as they seem. There is reality behind what is visible to the human eye. So when we are persecuted, when we are misunderstood, etc., remember these things. Jesus is still on the throne being worshiped. The Holy Spirit is at work. America is not our home. The kingdom of God is, and we are to represent him as his priest, as his ambassadors, and that Jesus is not defeated. I, it doesn't matter what's happening in this country. Jesus is not defeated, and neither are we. So don't think like you are, and don't live like you are. It's just... The reality is not always the way things seem. That's the word today. I'll see you tomorrow.